We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for a Saturday edition of Canada Talk ND with Wilson. I'm Wilson. Normally, I'm in here Thursday. Next Thursday, 4 o'clock, I'll be up in here. I always say 420. I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And this Saturday is no different, except it's going to be 220. So hang on to your hats. And we're going to get ready. It's a beautiful day here in Fargo. Thanks for tapping into KRWF 95.9 Radio Free Fargo is where I'm housing and I'm hailing. So you can check me out anywhere you want, RadioFreeFargo.org. We're going to talk about cannabis legalization, the benefits of cannabis, and the legalization measure in the state of North Dakota that you, my friends, are going to get to vote on. It's exciting. We'll talk about it as we get further into this here. You just heard J-Rock, Los Angeles Anthem. Again, it's a beautiful Saturday. I'm normally in here on Thursday with all kinds of stuff going on. Thursdays are really busy for me. So Saturday's kind of chilly chill. So it's going to be a good one. Strap into your resin-soaked seatbelts, and we're going to talk about cannabis legalization and again i'm going to intersperse it with some tunes we're going to go grungy today and uh maybe i won't talk as much because i know like when i used to listen to krwf on saturdays i wanted to jam i didn't want to listen to people talk however this is pertinent information and uh, i need to get it out to the people and if you don't normally listen on thursday at four as i talk about local cannabis endeavors legalizing that is then today You get to hear what's going on in the state of North Dakota. South Dakota also has a legalization measure, which is exciting. And again, we'll talk about it at 2.20. I'm going to intersperse it with some jam, so I'm not going to just keep you listening to me. However, I've been told I've got the best voice this side of the West, Dern Hemisphere. I've also been told that I don't know how to make stuff up very well. That's neither here nor there. Uh, Again, thanks for checking me out. It's Canada Talk ND with Wilson. We're going to talk about cannabis legalization here in the state of North Dakota. I'm going to branch out. We're going to talk about other stuff as well, but I'm going to focus on that today since normally I'm not in here on a Saturday afternoon in the beautiful town of Fargo. Again, this show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook, blackcottagealchemy.com. Black Cottage Alchemy has their body butter, which is made with kosher, full-spectrum CBD, North Dakota-grown hemp seed oil, 1,600 mgs of the CBD. It's got a bunch of oils, myrrh, frankincense. It's got turmeric, which is great for your grandma. So pick yourself up some for her and for you. Come downtown to Tochi Products if you don't like going online and see a real human. And Joel will point you to where you need to be to get the stuff. There's also candles without any sort of, you know, isn't tested on cats. I don't know what I'm talking about. But again, Black Cottage Alchemy sponsors this show kind of talk nd with wilson and we thank her so i believe cannabis was created by god himself to use as we see fit i believe that firmly so every sunday 11 a.m antioch church it's a pentecostal church for those that care come and check it out and show your support to the man upstairs like i do every sunday now let's get cooking can I talk in D on Instagram for any updates regarding the show? However, I would recommend checking this out on RadioFreeFargo.org under calendar. Type in the date and the time and you get the music and, and a nice quality and you still support KRWF, which you better, you better, buddy, you better, buddy. So, again, for those of you who are wondering, this is Saturday afternoon edition of the Thursday 4 o'clock Canatalk ND with Wilson. I'm going to talk about cannabis. I'm going to talk about North Dakota, New Approach North Dakota, which I'm going to say right now has successfully gotten a recreational cannabis measure upcoming in November. It's exciting. I'm going to bridge it quick because we'll talk about it more 220. Up to three plants. So high five your buddy 
who's got a green thumb or a black thumb. But let's just grow some stuff, should we? And if you vote November, we're going to do it. Now, I, I was I was pushing measure one, but word on the streets by my uh, my email fan of the show, Mr. Anderson, he says, apparently, since the term limit measures were was submitted, let me start over. Apparently, since the term limits measure was submitted first and then it was rejected and reapproved, it bumped down our measure down to two. So we number two. And in the unlikely event, the other measure that was rejected, uh, 60% unconstitutional measures, we don't really want that one approved. That one sounds horrible for us. Files a lawsuit by Monday. It could possibly be measure three, but not likely, thankfully. But that would be ironic, wouldn't it? So anyway, New Approach North Dakota has got their recreational legalization bill up to three plants, up to an ounce. Great stuff. Get your people out, especially your youngsters. You're sitting there. You know, all hopped up on Red Bull with no energy to get up off the couch for some reason. Seems uh, kind of counterintuitive of the drink, doesn't it? But anyway, let's blow out some tunes here. This is Sophistifunk, Translucent, on 95.9, Radio Free Fargo. And sorry about that. Welcome back. That was Sophistifunk, Translucent, here on KRWF 95.9, Radio Free Fargo. Org. Uh, this programming on 95.9 Radio Free Fargo KRWFLP has been underwritten by Drummer's Journey. Drummer's Journey offers percussion instruments, hardware, electronics, accessories, and more. They have full service for drummers, including repair, custom building, and lessons. Drummer's Journey is located at Highway 10 East Mall in Moorhead, Minnesota. Their hours are Monday through Thursday, 11 to 7, Fridays and Saturdays, 11 to 5, Sundays, noon to 5. For more info, check drummersjourney.com. They have a profile on Facebook, which I always chuckle because, uh, of course they do. But anyway, you're listening to Can I Talk ND with Wilson, Saturday edition. Normally, I'm here on Thursdays at 4 o'clock. Ironically, then at 4.20, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. It doesn't hit the same when I say 2.20, we're going to open a big fat bag of cannabis news. But I am, and I'm going to. We're going to talk about New Approach North Dakota for those of you who don't listen to Thursdays. And I've now interrupted your, you know, your normal listening ability to listen to me but i'm going to make sure there's music so have no fear and again you can have up to an ounce and up to three plants in november so make sure you get out and vote okay and make sure you get all the youngsters because apparently the youngsters are for cannabis but they don't get off the couch which they may be couch locked which i would suggest going to a sativa instead of an indica but that's just me and we're going to uh, keep pushing here but anyway 220 we're gonna open a big fat bag of cannabis news new approach north dakota again is now called measure two it was measure one but uh anyway uh i am going to fill you guys in and sorry i just did a text on my i did a personal text while i was talking and i apologize for that but again north dakota it's exciting so make sure you get out and vote. South Dakota also has a legalization measure coming up in November, if you're listening to me on RadioFreeFargo.org. So uh, so that's exciting, too. I, uh, I'm going to talk about something here because I've got a few minutes. Cannabis moment is Minnesota arrests black people for cannabis at much higher rates than white people. State data shows. Now, conspiracy theories will tell you that the whole cannabis legalization in the 30s was all marketed towards 
creating profit from minorities and everybody you know all the whiteies hated the blacks and the mexicans so they got together probably drinking a couple double scotches and a you know a dominican republican you know no tariff cigar and try to figure out well how can we do it and that won't affect us so much right like that we don't want it to affect us so much and they're like well what about that dirty devil weed that makes you know people turn into bats and they jump out of windows and stuff why don't we demonize that and then, you know, disproportionately, you know, focus on the minority groups and uh, and leave our group alone and we'll create prison for profit and we'll create all kinds of budgets, right? Budgets is what they created. And I noticed the word buds in budget. I, I don't know why I just noticed it because maybe I just did. But anyway, it's a disparity that has persisted for years despite data showing that black and white residents use cannabis at similar rates. Black Minnesotans are nearly five times as likely to be arrested on cannabis charges as white ones, which sounds racist to say out loud anyway, but it's a disparity that has persisted for years, despite data showing that black and white residents use cannabis at a similar rate. So why is that? You know, in 2021, there were 6,000 cannabis arrests. 90% of them are for simple possession rather than sales or distribution. And it accounted for a little over one-third of all Minnesota drug arrests. So wrap your brain around that, you know. And so so why wouldn't people that see this as their cash cow doesn't fight for that, you know. But anyway, Minneapolis police launched a series of stings against low-level cannabis sales in the city in 2018. 46 of the 47 arrests were black suspects, prompting concern over racial profiling. So anyway, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry says the fact that racial disparities are so common nationwide in the enforcement of cannabis laws is one of the reasons he supports full legalization. Now, earlier this year, Minnesota lawmakers approved a first-of-its-kind bill legalizing low-dose THC edibles derived from hemp, which is hilarious, you know, because I don't think they have any idea what they were doing. But uh, as a non-Minnesota resident, though, I sure am glad they did. Now we are approaching the musical break segment before 2.20, or if you check me out on Thursdays at 4.20, and then we're going to get into it heavy for the next 25 or so minutes. I mentioned we're grungy, so here's River of Deceit, Mad Season, 95.9. Oh man, 1995, huh? I was living in Seattle at the time. River of Deceit, Mad Season. What a groovy little jam here on KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. Downtown Fargo is beautiful today, folks. Put on a little long sleeve shirt and get out and get some vitamin D in your body. Feel me? Well, it's kind of talk indie with Wilson time. Every Thursday I come in, 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. But today it is 220. And we're going to open a big fat bag of cannabis news for all you people on Saturday that don't know what I talk about. I talk about cannabis legalization, cannabis news, and we're going to talk about that here on the other side of this. Hey, it's Phil from Canaheads. Like this episode? Hit that like button. And if you enjoy the show, hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on cannabis news local and national. Listen live on 95.9 in the Fargo, North Dakota region from 4 to 5 p.m. on Thursday. For our non-Fargo region friends, you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. Just search Canatalk ND with Wilson. Now enjoy the show. Da-da-da, and hello, everybody. How you doing? How are you? Hey, the guy in the wheelchair made it, and the woman in the lawn chair. Together again. How are you two doing? We're going to talk about cannabis. Cannabis legalization benefits of said cannabis. For the next few whatever. Now, we talked about 
Minnesota arresting more black people at much higher rates. And uh, there's a poll that was done at Minnesota State Fair this year that found over 60% supported legal cannabis, a share that's crept up in recent years. Uh, reformers often cite eliminating racial arrest disparities as a key reason for legalizing the drug, but the, uh, which I don't, I don't know. I want to say I don't consider it a drug, but I'm not, I don't want to fight with nobody. I don't want to fight with nobody. You know, I see it as just a, as a plant, like an adaptogen. You know, some of those adaptogen plants, like I, I take several. I mean, if you took enough ginseng, man, you'd be, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, we're going to split hairs when it comes to being high, but boy, oh boy, you'd be up and ready. You'd be up and ready. So if you weren't up and ready before you took said thing, was that not a stimulant? I don't know. You know, I, I do know that as a clean American, one year from August 27th, as somebody who has ADD and who relied heavily on stimulants and methamphetamines, Adderall, etc., etc., it helps. You know, but exercise helps, and so does eating non-processed foods. And I get sidetracked here. Cannabis moment. Illinois, adult-use cannabis sales top $3 billion since market launched, with $1 billion sold so far this year alone. Isn't that crazy, people? So, they've already crossed the billion-dollar mark, and word on the streets, it ain't even that good. You know, it's it's kind of like the, I don't know, the the Chinese version of cannabis offerings. And so... For what it's worth, though, they're definitely not having any trouble selling it. And uh, it's officially crossed $3 billion in adult use sales and shops first opened in 2020. So that is crazy. Well over $3 billion. In contrast, it took Massachusetts more than three years to reach $3 billion in recreational sales as of May. So uh, for August, uh, it shows that there was $88 million in sales from Illinois residents in addition to 41 million from out-of-state visitors. 41 million, there's got to be a couple from North Dakota that visited, I would imagine, which brings me to North Dakota. So if you don't normally listen to Can I Talk and D with Wilson on its regularly scheduled programming hour on Thursdays at 4, you will may not know that we do have a legalization measure upcoming on the ballot. You're going to be able to have up to an ounce without prosecution, and you'll be able to grow three plants. In any room that you choose, maybe in your garden, huh? maybe in your garden. That'll be exciting. Huh? Maybe you could grow some CBD and some regular cannabis plants in your garden. That'll be exciting. So anyway, November 6th, I think I probably should really figure that out is when we're going to get to vote. So we're rallying the troops. Make sure you educate others on the benefits of cannabis, like I say, so you can, you know, educate. We got to We got to let them know. And so anybody that has any misgivings, do your part. Nobody's ever died. You know, we're going to talk about synthetics here. And that because when when you think, oh, before I forget. Before I forget. Wait a minute here. What are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Okay, we're back. (laughs) Uh, You guys didn't go anywhere. I just went somewhere. It's okay. I understand. This ain't no never, never land. What are we talking about? Can I talk India with Wilson? That's what we're talking about. KRWF 95.9. We're going to talk about Michigan. Michigan State Police. This is from Cannabis Now. Michigan State Police stopped cannabis blood tests. Michigan State Police last week halted the testing of blood for the presence, which seems a little gnarly, right? 
halted the testing of blood for the presence of THC, citing possible false positive results caused by the presence of CBD in samples. Which, it seems like two completely different things. However, I know like when I was trying to promote CBD for my daughter's, you know, cramping and issues, her concern as a teacher, of course, was the potential for peeing dirty, rolling dirty, being dirty. And it says zero THC, but there's always like, you know, like the point zero whatever. And as articles I've read, I mean, you thought there was nothing, then it was full of it. They mislabeled it or whatever. But I didn't think CBD by itself. Well, first of all, you can see the baby's fetus in a belly with a sonogram in high definition these days. Back when I, when my, uh, you know, when the mother of my child was pregnant, all you seen was snowflakes and a little, you're like, what is this? You know, is it an alien? You couldn't tell. Well, now it's in 4D. You know what I mean? You can wear 3D glasses and see your baby in a hologram. I'm making stuff up. But it seems like these sound like antiquated reasonings. You can't figure out if CBD isn't THC. I mean, come on. You ain't got an AI app that can just run that through for you? I mean, do we even need a human? I don't know. So officials have alerted county prosecutors across the state to the discrepancy and I didn't even know they started with blood testing. I mean, who's doing blood tests? That's crazy. No more urine? Nutty. So it couldn't rely on the lab's test results. So the pause in the laboratory analysis will be in place indefinitely as we work to learn more and or until we can institute another validated method of testing to ensure accuracy. So it seems to me like, which is ironic because it's legal. So it must be from a Dewey standpoint. But again, I don't, I don't get it. Michigan voters legalized the medicinal use of cannabis in twenty in 2008. Uh, they legalized adult use in 2018. Now, Michigan doesn't have a limit for blood THC concentration. Oh, I get it. It's driving under the influence of cannabis remains against the law. So somebody gets pulled over and there's an accident when someone is hurt or killed. It's been a bigger deal since we went medical in 2008. I get more and more cases. But... Police recommended against creating a THC limit because of a poor correlation between bodily content and driving impairment. However, prosecutors are still permitted to present such evidence in court. Uh, anyway, uh, the unreliability of MSP crimes labs, toxicology screening for several years now, they've been fighting with this. As a pattern, uh, there's a controversy arose over the testing of a synthetic THC and the fact that their methods have used have issues differentiating between THC and CBD, but I don't understand why. You know what I mean? It seems crazy. So prosecution for impaired driving is called into question. It is unknown how many pending cases the lab testing discrepancy will affect. And I, I've driven, and I'm sure a few of you guys have driven, right? And, I mean, I've driven thousands of miles while cannabis in, ingesting. I'm not here to change. I'm here to change the law, not break the law. That doesn't happen anymore. I haven't had a car in five years. So for that one cop who's listening, I don't have a car. This was about the past me. This is cannabis now again. The danger of synthetic cannabis. Now, I think this is excluding uh, Delta 10 and 8 for you uh, people who use it and utilize these services or utilize these synthetic cannabises. But this is just more about promoting cannabis legalization in its natural form and that there is some you know 
some stinking uh, cannabis prohibition absolutely has a body count. So let's talk about it. The danger of synthetic cannabis, cannabis now. Without drug testing, there wouldn't be dangerous and deadly synthetic weed, which has killed dozens because it doesn't show up on the test. Apparently, even the good stuff, CBD, even messes with you, but not these wacky synthetic ones. So let's talk about it. On the potentially lethal subject of synthetic cannabis, the news since legalization is better, but still not great. Uh, Though not wholly harmless, cannabis itself hasn't killed anyone through overdose or misadventure. But cannabis prohibition absolutely has a body count. Between 2016 to 2019, at least 61 Americans died after exposure to synthetic cannabinoids, according to recent research in Washington State University, where it is legal. So, you know, you would think, well, maybe if you did it in Utah, it would have been slanted. No, it's in Washington State. Many more have become violently ill or racked with disturbing mental or psychological trauma after using synthetic cannabis. With more than 64% of 7,600 documented exposure cases over that time frame requiring medical attention. These figures don't capture the full scope of the problem. Synthetic cannabinoids are difficult to detect and use is often only detected after the user is in hospital or the morgue. A broad term used generally to describe a range of potent chemicals intended to mimic natural plant-based cannabinoids and to bind to many of the same receptors. Receptors, but in some cases up to a hundred times more powerful. The difference in impact comparable to which I would argue is probably similar to fentanyl. But again, do some research if you're interested with fentanyl. It used to be used to cut stuff, right? Drug users don't even mess with heroin anymore. They got fentanyl. Heroin, you used to be able to do you a little shot to heroin and be good most of the day. Fentanyl, 45 minutes later, you got to do more, you're, you're sick. And it's man-made, so think about that. So think about that the next time you even eat something that's processed primarily by humanity instead of nature. Okay, so the difference between a hose hooked up to a fire hydrant versus a faucet with a slow drip, that's your difference between the powerfulness of synthetics. Synthetic is banned under federal and most state law. Plant-derived cannabis products created via chemical synthesis, including Delta-8 and Delta-10, aren't in this product category. Though not a priority for law enforcement, who still arrested hundreds of thousands of Americans for cannabis possession in 2020, synthetic cannabis is notorious stuff. Most often appearing in large cities, fake cannabis was the ultimate culprit behind a so-called zombie outbreak. This was some troubling disassociative symptoms after smoking a particular nasty incense product called AK-47 Carrot Gold. Man. So, why would anybody do this? Why would anybody do this? The obvious answer will not shock you, of course. In fact, you probably have the answer. Initially created in labs to understand how cannabinoid receptors work, synthetic cannabis was never intended for use in humans. And perhaps owing the nasty side effects, synthetic cannabis use isn't widespread. Natural cannabis is far more popular. Even the estimated 0.2 and 0.4% of the population who do admit to using synthetic cannabis say they prefer natural cannabis. Make it legal, people. And you guys listening that were thinking, I'm not going to vote in November in North Dakota for the legalization measure, do it. Again, you can have up to three plants you can grow. You can try your hand at growing cannabis without any sort of, you know, concern of uh, prosecution. Or if you you don't do it right, who cares? You still got that ounce you picked up, which you can also have. And synthetics, I've always had a problem with synthetic cannabis. You know, it just doesn't sound right. Thus, anyone in a position to want to buzz and avoid punishment for cannabis, including U.S. service members, may decide that fake cannabis is worth the risk. See what I'm saying? They've created a problem. 
Users profiled in another study based in Spain confirmed this ready common sense explanation because drug tests don't search for cannabinoids synthetically, meaning people worried about losing employment, housing, or blah, 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 blah. Excuse me. <coughs> they don't, they're willing to risk serious consequences to achieve something like, oh, cannabis-like effect. In other words, drug laws encourage drug users to risk great bodily and mental harm they wouldn't otherwise risk. They say so themselves. Synthetic cannabinoids exist as a byproduct of prohibition, and I'll stop with that. No, I won't. Following the law of unintended consequences, the continued pervasiveness of urine drug screening has stimulated the popular appeal to synthetic cannabinoids. The result is considerable attendant morbidity and mortality, y'all. So let's keep it real, huh? And vote yes on measure two. So let me just say this, thinking uh, Brittany Griner's everybody knows, hold up in Russia for like 10 years because she had some cannabis, some hash, I believe. Uh, Dennis Rodman was going to go help her, you know, and that would have been a good story. I would have liked to have said, yeah, oh, D. Rodman handled it. Well, he backed out. He probably got some crazy political pressure. They probably found some pictures of him and some kids, right? And they're like, hey, remember this? You ain't going to Russia. I'm just making up stuff because it's Saturday, but who knows? This is from The Spun by Sports Illustrated. Sports World reacts to U.S. basketball Brittany Griner news. Despite Gr- Brittany Griner being arrested and sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. I just, you guys don't even know it's coming, but get ready for this. I'm going to start over. Despite Brittany G. being arrested and sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison, several Americans are reportedly set to play basketball in the country moving forward. So, in a place where you can get 10 years for a scratch of cannabis... And your fellow teammate is in prison for 10 years for playing for the Russian basketball team. 30 of your fellow Americans are going to play in your stead. And whoever was, whatever position Brittany Griner played, they're just going to fill it with an American? That's very un-American. And shame on you. Shame on you for doing that. Okay, according to a report, more than 30 Americans are set to head overseas to play basketball in Russia while Griner is presumably locked up. Now, I love how they say presumably because there's been some some talk about basketball stars having more weight than you think in Russia. Some people believe that she's not even in prison. I don't know. But anyway, Nancy R. Moore tweeted, it's nuts to me that any American would even consider playing in Russia now. And yet dozens are signed to Russian teams this year. It's crazy, right? She's in a Russian jail, Brittany Griner. Yet her terrifying story isn't keeping dozens of American players from planning to play in Russia. Now you're wondering why. Well, of course, money. It highlights why some Americans feel the need to play overseas. Money. The money playing basketball in Europe can offset the low salaries they make, at least in comparison to those in the NBA. Still, fans are concerned because I guess you got to come back to the U.S. to play. This is not the time to go to Russia, one fan wrote. No, please don't hand Putin more political hostages. Hopefully, Griner will be brought home soon. But let me just talk about Mark Vogel, who has not been attempted. He was a teacher. He taught children. He had a back issue. He had med- He had a medical cannabis card in the state. And he's been in prison for, year- for over a year now. Has to speak broken Russian to a guy who understands very little English to forward emails to his wife. All right. Why, why aren't we talking about Mark Vogel? So when we talk about the audacity of them keeping Brittany Griner, who in our social pop culture must have more weight than a teacher uh huh, with a family that's waiting and he had back issues. So let's not forget Mark Fogel. Uh, let's try to, you know, 
If, if you're, t- you're going to talk about Brittany Griner to your friends, make sure you mention Mark Fogel. People aren't talking about Mark Fogel because he doesn't have a lawfully detained or Ill- unlawfully detained status. Okay, so let's uh, let's pray for Mark Vogel and his family. High times. Missouri lawmakers want cannabis legalization added to upcoming special session, which this is interesting because it's it kind of mimics North Dakota's attempt back when Measure Three, and they uh, tried to get when we tried to get uh, North Dakota Cannabis Caucus constitutional amendment in. They tried to do the song and dance with well, if you. We think it should be done too, right? That's what legislators will say. We believe it is too, but let's do it right, right? Let's do it right, okay? This one here is not right, people. Don't vote for this one, and in the legislative session, we'll make it right and do it right. Well, guess what they didn't do? They didn't do what they said. So Missouri seems to be getting hit with that same bait and switch. So... A bipartisan group of state lawmakers and cannabis activists is calling on Governor Mike to include rec cannabis legalization in a special legislative session scheduled for later this month. Uh, They also announced the launch of a campaign to oppose a voter initiative to legalize adult use cannabis, which will appear on the Missouri ballot as Amendment 3 in the November general election. It's almost like deja vu up in here. Kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday at 4 o'clock, but today we're doing the Saturday edition so check me out on Thursdays here on KRWF 95.9. Missouri state lawmakers will return to the state capitol to debate a $700 million tax cut plan advanced by Parsons. But cannabis activists, including Republican state rep, are calling on the governor to add discussions for a legalization plan that could be passed before the electric votes on Amendment 3, which is supported by states medical. So here comes the spin, right? Rather than settle for an ill-suited and monopolistic program shoehorned into our state constitution, Missouri General Assembly has a unique opportunity to consider legislation that would legalize cannabis in a truly free market fashion. All sounds good. All sounds good. So state officials announced on August 9th that Amendment 3 had qualified for the ballot. On August 19th, however, opponents of the legalization filed a lawsuit to block the initiative from the November ballot. So whether Parson will grant the request and add adult use cannabis legalization to the agenda remains to be seen. And that seems to be par for the course. Remains to be seen. Now, King's College is from high times as well. King's College London begins 6,000 person study on cannabis mental health. A new study launched in London aims to bridge the gap between cannabis and mental health with early results published in 2023 or 2024. This is awesome. One of the top 10 universities in the UK recently announced that it would be launching a bloody study to examine the effects of bloody cannabis on bloody mental health. Crikey. Not the same area. The study will be led by Dr. Marta D. Forty. Man, what a, that's kind of a neat name. I don't think I pronounced it right, but... Uh, a medical research council uh, says we wish to reach out to those that are using cannabis, in particular those benefiting from it. I would argue that we all benefit from it. Without their help, we will continue to have a polarized debate on cannabis with us thinking it is all bad and should be banned. The study called Cannabis in Me came. <laughs> it's fully funded by King's London, King's College. They submitted it to the MRC in 2019. It was approved in 2020 with a $2.5 million grant. 
Therefore, at a time when cannabis use is increasing worldwide, the study focuses on understanding the wider impact of cannabis use on the physical and mental health of cannabis users. Now, the study will include 6,000 participants ranging from 18 to 45 years of age and must reside in the London area. An important caveat to participation includes an individual having no previous or current diagnosis of psychotic disorders should not be receiving treatment for that condition. So that is pretty stinking cool. Now, we're kind of wrapping, we're kind of wrapping things up here. And uh, I appreciate you guys checking me out on the Saturday edition. We'll get you back into automation. We've got uh, the Black Dub, I think, coming up. And uh, Carlos is coming up. I forget his show name, but it's funk and hip hop. It's great stuff. So you're going to want to stick around Saturday here all day and listen to this. But I'm going to just kind of look around here. Uh, Senator says cannabis banking bill will help light bulb manufacturers. Uh, cannabis campaign led by former NFL player encourages Maryland voters to approve legalization ballot measure. Uh, politics. Biden doesn't plan any cannabis moves ahead of midterms. So we're just kind of just reading off some stuff. Florida's got some medical cannabis dosage limits issues. It seems to be a problem. Uh, again, more Americans. I talked about this last week. More Americans now smoke cannabis and cigarettes, which is flipping beautiful, isn't it? Arizona medical cannabis sales continue to drop as recreational purchases grow. Now, I don't know what that means per se, but uh, before I wrap this thing up, let me just say again. If you live in North Dakota... And you haven't heard that New Approach North Dakota has successfully gotten a cannabis legalization measure on the ballot. It's going to be measure two at this at this speaker speaking. It was measure one, but now it's measure two. We need you and everybody else to get out in November, but not just get out in November, but get out now and talk to people and make sure that they understand the benefits of cannabis and that it's not going to ruin us. Because I think just a lot of it's ignorance. And I think a lot of people know about booze and know how it can mess with you. Feel me? And so they just they just they just ignorantly assume that cannabis has to be just as bad, if not worse. But just go on the Indian reservations where it's been banned for a hundred years alcohol and they've welcomed cannabis. Well that logic doesn't fly anymore. Because you'd think they'd be adamantly against something that's worse, right? And why would they lie? booze would make them a lot of money if they just stopped banning it you know what i'm saying so music on 95.9 krwf lp radio free fargo has been underwritten by orange records orange records offers a variety of new and used music on vinyl and cd as well as a large selection of posters dvds and much more orange records buys used vinyl cds and cassettes orange records is located at 641 first avenue north in downtown fargo they are open noon to 6.30, Monday through Saturday, and are closed on Sundays. Search Orange Records Fargo on Facebook for updates on new arrivals and special events. Now, I don't think noon to 6.30 is the hours. I think it's 11 to 6-ish, Monday through Thursday, then Friday and Saturday it is no, no. Friday and Saturday it's 11 to 6, Monday through Thursday noon to six now if i'm wrong matt kill me but then how am i going to do can of talk nd with wilson on thursdays at four o'clock and you all that don't normally listen to thursday that now just heard me on saturday come on over come on over thursday 
And if you're looking to be a DJ, we got a couple spots on Thursday open. Check out RadioFreeFargo.org and check that out. Again, you've been listening to Canada Talk and D with Wilson. We're going to get into a little more grungy stuff here. Here's Stargazer, Mother Love Bone, 95.9. Oh, man, that brings me back. Mother Love Bone, man, 1990, Stargazer, lead singer. He died too soon. Smack addiction. It ain't pretty. KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. We're streaming wherever in the world you at. We're here for you. Can I talk indeed with Wilson is wrapping this hour up. Again, normally you can find me Thursdays at 4 o'clock, 420 open a big fat bag of cannabis news. Next Thursday is going to be no different. So I'm excited to see some new faces over there. But until then, I want you to educate yourselves on the benefits of cannabis so you can educate others so you can make sure to get them to the ballot box in November to vote on Measure 2, the Cannabis Legalization Recreational Measure, making its way to North Dakota, up to an ounce you can have, up to three plants you can grow, which seems to be, you know, just so awesome to me. So I hope it's awesome to y'all. All right. This show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy, blackcottagealchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook or downtown here, Tochi Products. Come on through. They got what you need, and they sponsor this show because they know what's right, and I let them because I know what's good, and this is good for neuropathy, pain, inflammation, eczema, borns, feet and foot fungus, tattoo after care, y'all. Comes with 1,600 mg of CBD, maybe a kosher full-spectrum hemp, and it is ready for you. Again, come on downtown, go to Toji Products. They also have hand soaps and bar soaps and colloidal silvers that you can use, especially if you're antibiotic-resistant. Black, boop, Colloidal silver is good for that. I've been drinking colloidal silver myself just to get rid of these crazy mycotoxins from the stupid mold that's been blowing through my stupid central air vents. And that's a whole other show. Actually, it isn't. I don't complain. And I certainly don't have a show that allows me to do that. You know what I mean? So I'm going to shoot out of here a little earlier than I normally do, which isn't by too many minutes. Uh, automation for another hour. And then I believe Black Dove comes in to take care of you. And so please have yourselves a groovy, groovy Saturday. Thank you for checking out me. Talk about cannabis for the hour. Again, educate yourself. Cannabis is not the demon you may think it is or your loved ones. And this November it just has to be nonpartisan. We just got to be enough's enough is what I say. And if you check me out last Thursday, you will have know that pharmaceutical companies in cannabis legal states has been losing billions. So check that and take that pharmaceutical companies because you suck. All right. So anyway, you guys have been good. I've been even better. Educate yourselves on the benefits of cannabis so you can educate others on said benefits. I'm out of here. See you Thursday. David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace. <laughs>